morning, everyone. How are we all doing? It's Friday, end of the week. How are we all doing? If you're in the chat, please, please feel free to say hello. Hi, how are you doing? First things first, can someone tell me how the sound is? Is it bad? Is it good? Lakes to sound. Uh, it lakes to sound shit. It's shit. Great. I didn't expect that. I literally, just before we went live, said to Bibi, audio is going to shit itself um, because I've been doing quite a few things this morning. So be happy. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Nice. Rib. Morning for absolutely the first time today, not the second time today. How are we all doing? <laughs> Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Welcome. Just checking my audio. It sounds good. Nice. How are we all doing? Happy Friday. And if anyone's been in here for a few minutes, uh, we didn't just start the stream. Uh, this absolutely was just, it's, it's the new addition to the end of the intro. We make it look like we start the stream so we catch you guys off guard and it's absolutely not because <laughs> Streamlabs audio fucks up. Anyway, welcome in. Good morning. to uh, Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day. How are you doing? How are you doing? As well as me. You also have this guy. This guy's the man that we call Bibi. I'd say that and I accept it because I think there's a good chance that Bibi probably misses the end of it because, you know, his Discord cuts it off. But yes, how are we all doing? I'll see you, Bib. Yeah, good man. I'm good. I'm good. Set. How about you? It's Friday. Are you set for a, a weekend of streaming fun no. times? Because it's fucking pissing it down and it's depressing me. Is it actually because... I have yes. a, a blind in front of me, um, so I only get like the edges of it, and I can see sunlight coming around the blind. But that's that's obviously misleading because as soon as you pull the blind down, you realise there's a little bit of sunlight coming through the torrential downpour or something like that. So <laughs> it, it could be that. But yeah, from where I'm sat, to be fair, it did look shit this morning. So yeah, that does make sense. That does make sense. Um, sit down like I can, you can hear the rain bouncing. It's that hard. I see. We don't have that. Uh, I've got like a tiny crack in it. Oh, do you know what? I'll leave it. I'll leave it. It's the outside world. It's the outside world. Come into the inside world. Welcome uh, to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day. This is Bib. And we are ice cream uploads. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is your scoop, your daily dose of news for the world of video games and beyond. And some people may say the UK's number one video game podcast. Uh, yeah, that might be us that says it, but it still counts. Anyway, we are here to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking story from the world of video games and we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions that's kind of how this works so if you are in the chat please feel free to get involved and it's important that you do because we are live and we do go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m ish ish wow it's quite past 11 yeah. wow okay that this morning just flew by um so we do go live at 10 a.m ish on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream upload so we're live on twitch but that live stream 
gets turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So if you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved on behalf of everyone else watching and listening on demand a little bit later on. Before we do jump into the news, though, we have a couple of talking points. First of all, it's a very nice... Do you know what? Let's, let's, let's switch to Big Bib. It's a very nice hoodie you've got on there, Bib. That's nice. Nice. It is. It's not bad at all, is it? Is that... Is that Where's it from, Graham? I'm going to say, it looks, it looks kind of like a... Is that an insert coin hoodie? Is that what it is? It is. It is. It's my uh, Elder Scrolls Rathstone hoodie. I, was, I would zip it up, but it's fucking boiling in here now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll put it on to represent, but yeah, it's uh, it's... A very, very nice, comfortable hoodie. I mean, I don't have that hoodie, but if I wanted to get that hoodie, would would there be anything I could type in the chat that could maybe, I don't know, just off the top of my head, get me 20% off my first order? Uh, yes, it's also in the tagline, Graham. It is exclamation mark insert coin, oh. and you'll be given a link to a 20% discount that you can only use once, unfortunately. <gasps> um, but make sure you bulk all your order up, use the discount code, you get 20% off your order. What more do you need? Uh maybe more hoodies and tees to be putting into the order. I mean, you get you get to use the code once. Just just stock up, get it all in once. Nice, nice. We absolutely didn't plan this sales skit, by the way. It's just one of those things that happens. So there you go. Uh, shout out to the lovely people yeah. at Insert Coin. They do give us 20% off for you guys. We don't earn on that, so that's just us getting a discount for you. So enjoy, mm. enjoy. Um, Amigo, Omega Lol Fake Ninja. Are you actually the fake ninja? <laughs> Good morning. Welcome into the chat. And thank you for typing exclamation mark insert coin as well. Get yourself 20% off of your first order by using that code. Nice. As well as insert coin. You, we know you want to look good, but maybe you want to maybe you want to feel good. Maybe you just want just want that little bit of extra energy. We'll type exclamation mark muscle moose and you'll get yourself a discount code there too. Exclamation mark muscle moose will get you 25% off at our friends muscle moose. Once again, we aren't paid for that either. That's just another discount that we've got set up for you guys. Because because we're good like that. Nice. Nice. Um anyway, welcome in. It's Friday, it's the last day of the week. Um as mentioned, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We do bring you the news each and every single weekday, and we've done that all the way through the week. This is the last time, though, that we do get the news from Bib for for a week because because he's he has the audacity mm -hmm. to go and play with his balls next week in public. It's the first time he's been allowed to do that for a long time. Uh, he got he got told off by the government, uh, so he's he stopped playing with his balls in public. But you'll be doing that next week, isn't that right, Bib? Weather dependent, isn't it, Graham? Because apparently it's meant to be pinned down all next week as well. Um, but knowing my luck, it'll be nice and dry. I'll get out there, I'll tee off, and I'll pull a muscle in my back or something and just be head, like laid up for a week. It's just my luck. So yeah, who knows? Who knows, Graham? I mean, this this conversation obviously, obviously, we're talking about golf. I mean, Bibby playing with his balls, tee off, yeah. uh, pulling a muscle, pulling my back out. <laughs> I mean, God, God, it's golf. We're talking about the golf, clearly. Um, but yes, we do bring you the news. Bibby isn't around next week, but we still, we will still be bringing the news. If anyone wants to get involved, if you guys think, do you know what? I can do that. I can, I can fill Bibby's shoes. You, you can, you can, but you can try. You can, you can try. Uh, we'll let you. We'll let you. So if you want to jump on the scoop with me next week, then feel free to let us know. Um, we may even remember to put some social media comments out about it asking if anyone else wants to jump on next week so we'll still be going live monday to friday at 10 a.m ish on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream reports with the news and speaking of the news we've got some pretty tasty stories today um so obviously we are um held to the news gods out there some days we get all the news some days yeah not so much but today we have something pretty tasty to begin with uh, i haven't read through the full context of this. So it could be just one of those things that just 
Oof, oof, oof. It could be the start of something. It could be pretty meaty. But the best way to find out is to jump straight in. And this is written by Tom Ivan at BGC, and it says, Kojima Productions likely to announce its next game quite soon, says the art director. Studio has been staffing up for its second game since late 2020. Um, so jumping into the article, Kojima Productions is likely to announce its next game relatively soon. That's according to studio art director Yoji Shinkawa, who was asked if he could share any details about the company's second game during a video interview with AI Hub. Quote, well, yeah, I am doing something for sure, and I could tell you probably that we can announce it quite soon, said Shinkawa, a longtime Hideo Kojima collaborator who is best known for his character and mecha design work on the Metal Gear franchise. Kojima Productions confirmed in October 2020 that it was staffing up for a new game project. The Death Stranding developer said at the time that it was seeking, quote, the best-in-class talent to fill 25 open positions at its Tokyo studio. Kojima has teased his next project ever since the release of Death Stranding in November 2019. That month, he suggested he was watching horror movies in preparation for a future project. And in April 2020, he said he'd like to make a revolutionary horror game one day. The following month, Kojima claimed he'd recently had a major in-development project cancelled, but that he was in the early planning stages for his next game. More recently, he teased his next game on Twitter with images that suggested it could be Death Stranding 2. Death Death Stranding actor Norman Reedus has previously claimed he was in talks to work on another project with Kojima and suggested it could be Death Stranding related. In January 2020, Kojima was quoted as saying he'd like to try his hand at making smaller games such as episodic and digital-only titles whilst working on the studio's next major release. You know what? We'll we'll pause there. We'll pause there because now we're just getting loads of different avenues of rumour and speculation Mm -hmm. because that's kind of what this is. But if there's something you want to speculate about if there's a rumor mill that you want to get involved with it is clearly this has got to be the kojima uh, situation kojima mm-hmm. productions working on their next game uh and it could be announced quite soon bib what are your thoughts yeah um well i'm actually going to throw this straight back to you graham um obviously the rumor mill is in full swing at this moment in time in regards to what game he could potentially uh be looking at doing next I hope it's pro- I hope it's not a continuation of Death Stranding. I mean, it did, for me, it didn't look like a game that I wanted to play anyway. I have never played it. It it just isn't my bag. I want I want him to crack open that skull and open up that weird world that he's got going in that brain. <laughs> and I want to see some more of what we potentially had with PT. I want him to go down that horror route. Me personally, um, but throwing it back to you, what is the kind of do Do you want him to? Not go Metal Gear Solid esque type of thing because that's we're never going to see. Uh, well, we can never say never in video games. It's very much like WWE when it comes to that. You can never say never. Bridges always get uh, rebuilt rather than just remain re- remaining burnt. Um, but at what what do you reckon, or what do you think, or what do you hope, or what do you wish to see from him and his uh, wonderfully weird brain? When you said bridges, by the way, then I thought that was a Death Stranding reference because that's that's uh, I don't know exactly what because I've not played Death Stranding. I do own Death Stranding, but it's yet another game that I have owned, downloaded, <laughs> and never played. So it's it exists in my library. Um, but there is many different ways that I would like to see this go. Um, just before I do, uh, a Megalol fake ninja. How 
do you want me to say your name? Because I'm not going to say that every time because <laughs> that's a lot. Is it, yeah. do, you, do you want me to go for the Omega Lol? Omega? Do you want Fake Ninja? Yeah, which, which, which way? Yeah. Um, but the reason I ask that is because you ask, what are your favorite games of all time? Well, that kind of ties into the question that Bibby's asked. What would I like to see? If I could ask for anything, um, I would like to see Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Even just uh, as we were going live, um, we put out posts on Instagram. So I added our tweet, uh, our post from the Ice Cream Uploads Instagram to my story uh, and put it live with the Snake Eater theme tune because that's how big uh, that game is for me. Even just talking about Kojima r- r- rumors, my, I instantly go, Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater remake, please. Or remaster, yeah. do all of whatever. Something with that, yes, please. Um, that's what I would love to see. I'd love... I don't think that's what it is. Um... Because there's, there's probably a lot more that Kojima wants to do, and there's probably a lot more things that he could do in the meantime. Um, so, yeah, for me, I think it's probably more likely to be um, Death Stranding 2. If he wants to work on horror games, if he wants to do horror films but but video games, if he wants to do episodic and potentially TV-ish stuff, I believe that's potential. That has a huge potential. I, without any proof... And just making my own assumptions off of what I've kind of seen over the last few months, I would have thought Kojima's next game would have been a scary game. Kojima had an itch with uh, PT that he didn't get to scratch. That's another thing I would love to see. Kojima, and like Baby said, crack open that head and get some of that weird stuff out. Him doing that, his creative direction in a scary game, you could, I could see myself shitting my pants playing his game. So... I would love to see a scary game, and I thought that's where it went. Anyway, that thing that you mentioned there about one of his games being cancelled, I'm thinking, okay, maybe that was another big budget sort of angle, and that's what they were going for the scary game, because if Kojima does a scary game and it doesn't kind of hit what people wanted from PT, I think it will... It, it could be a case of people going, oh, oh, is that what it, is that all it was? I thought PT was going to be this wondrous thing. So I'm thinking if Kojima does a scary game, it's got to be big. It can't. He can't do... Um, like a like a like an indie scary game, it needs to be a full on experience. So maybe if a game has been cancelled, it's that Death Stranding exists. Death Stranding was successful. Death Stranding went multi platform um, and won awards. So it's super easy for Kojima to to do a Death Stranding two. That's an existing IP. It's easier to get financial backing and sign offs for that than it is to start something afresh. Um, so yeah, I think it's more likely to be Death Stranding. I would like to see Kojima scare the shit out of me, but I would like to obviously fanboying. Would like to see him going back to the Metal Gear Solid world. That's what I would like. Uh, Konami would likely want do, a word. Do you if reckon it was that, that bridge is again? We use the analogy before. Sorry, I think we've got like a mega delay again. Uh, I think there's. Yeah, let me let let me let me yeah. Uh, so we do we do speak by Discord. If anyone is new here, so obviously we can't be in the same room. We would usually do this from the Ice Cream Upload Studios. We have a broadcast studio where we do um, our uh, broadcasts from. But obviously, pandemic can't be in the same room because Bibby's got the lurgy. Well, he hasn't, but he could have. You never know. I could have. I mean, I did. But um, so yeah, we do it at Discord. Sometimes <laughs> Discord just just doesn't play ball. Um, so yeah, what were you saying there, Bib? Uh, I, I was going. Uh, actually can't remember oh i said i was gonna say uh, yeah i i personally don't think there will ever be an opportunity for him to be able to go back and work on metal gear solid again i think 
not in not even in terms of him making up with Konami. I genuinely think that he's done with that franchise. I feel like he's probably done everything that he could probably do. Um, and seeing how Metal Gear Survive went from a commercial standpoint and a critical standpoint, I don't think he'd probably want to go near it again anyway, which is why we ended up, well, we ended up getting whatever Death Stranding was. Again, it's not my kind of game, so I won't, I won't badmouth it to a degree because it's just not my kind of game. I don't want to play it. Um, but in the same vein, we got we got a teaser of potentially one of the most infamous video game and horror experiences that you were probably ever going to have, and we never got to see it through. That demo will go down in folklore as probably the greatest demo of all time, regardless of what genre it's actually sat in. I am devastated that we never got to see a fully, full version of that game. That Silent Hill game, I think, would have changed it. Well, I think very much like what Resident Evil 4 did with the over-the-shoulder third-person camera angle, I feel like that first-person horror experience changed the way that we played video games. Obviously, games like Amnesia had done that way before PT even came out. Um, but the, the first-person perspective in a very narrow corridor... I mean, it was a looping corridor. There wasn't many... When you first played, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? It's just a corridor that you're walking down, you're taking in the pictures, you're listening to the radio, you're taking in the phone calls, and then ever so slightly things start to change. That psychological horror in a very confined space in first person changed, I think, the way that we ended up playing video games, hence why Resident Evil 7 ended up coming out. Resident Evil heavily inspired uh, Silent Hill way back in the day. Uh, they obviously taken the psychological route. But in the same vein, I think that PT uh, demo inspired Resident Evil 7 a hell of a lot. Resident Evil had done first-person shooters before. Resident Evil Survivor 1, Resident Evil Survivor 2, Code Veronica X, and Resident Evil Dead Aim. They were both fucking terrible. All three of them were terrible games in comparison. But I'm devastated that we never got to see anything like that. So hopefully, at some point, again, that wonderfully fucked brain of his will get cracked open, and we're going to see something that will resemble everything that we've come to expect from a Kojima game to the absolute max, turning it up to 11. And I want to be terrified. I want to be sitting here in adult nappies, shitting myself playing a video game of, again, of his weird brain. As opposed to sitting there in adult nappies, shitting himself playing Pez, which is what we often do on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he's He's got so much potential to give us something of that ilk and... It just it's been nowhere that that Silent Hill game was ten percent of what he's capable of. Yeah. I wanna see more of that shit. Even if it's fifty percent, I wanna see more of that shit. So it kind of is the, the name of first of all. Misery says, uh, hey everybody, welcome into the stream. Hey, how are you doing? Happy Friday. Good morning. Um the the thing with that is the name kind of tells it all. Obviously, we keep talking about Silent Hill and Silent Hills, but that was playable teaser. That was a teaser, yeah. that was the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Um and there was just so much that was good about it. Obviously, I don't want to go too in too in depth on Silent uh, Hills potential and PT because obviously that's just the past, and we're talking about what could be coming in the future. But exactly. to give you something that was so so normal, but not normal, that was the thing that kind of just it it put me in a world and gave me a connection, and then disconnected me from reality. So you walk down a corridor if you haven't played PT. Um, go watch some YouTube videos on it, it's exceptional but you basically have an L-shaped corridor you go down it and you go down the other end yeah there are some stuff in there there's like some there's a phone and there's an entrance and there's a balcony and there's a door and, and uh, with a bathroom and things like that but you basically go down an L-shaped corridor so it's not a loop 
but you go that you go out of one end and come back in at the other end, which that instantly snaps you out of reality. It's like, how am I back here? Because that physically does not work. I've done um, uh, a ninety degree angle and somehow done a full three sixty and come back. That doesn't work. So that instantly just jars, and then that is the simplest thing mm-hmm. that messes with, with your mind. But then just builds everything builds on top of that, and that is exceptional. It was done for a specific reason of it can't work, it shouldn't work. But your mind works to try and fill the gaps. Your mind's like, okay, you've gone back to the start. And the, that's because your mind's trying to make sense yeah. of it. So you're like, I'm back at the start, but it's not the start. It doesn't feel the same. And then you go down the corridor. It doesn't feel right. And then you go down the corridor and it's not the same. But I'm back where I've begun. My brain's just yeah. told me I'm back at the start. And yeah, exceptional. So him doing that with just an L-shaped corridor, imagine what he could do with a full 20-hour game, 40-hour game, however long it's going to be. <laughs> just yeah. I playing PT, I had to stop and I've told this I've told this many times before. I was sat laid on a bed, TV on the wall, controller pretty much on my chest, looking up at the uh, the game playing it, and I had to like multiple points pause the game and look at my phone screen so that it was something in the real world and getting me out of that world. <laughs> or like look at the crack in it's the terrifying. door. It's terrifying. Yeah, just because you're just it's, like... It's truly terrifying. You get inside your own head. Your heart's going. You're kind mm. of like... <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, just, yeah. I'll tell you what it was comparable to. When we did the Sniper Ghost Warrior event and you sent me through that fucking tunnel of death and I was shitting myself with a load of fucking geezer shooting the high... Velocity grenades, BB guns. Yeah, like I was in a very small corridor with about seven or eight blokes just waiting to pepper me as soon as my fat ass come around the corner. I, they all had lights. I didn't have a light. If I put a light on my gun, that was it. It's game over. But that was that was the kind of terror that I'm thinking. Like if I if I stick my face out, my face is getting fucking covered in bruises. Like it was. Yeah, it's that's the kind of thing that I want from a video game. Like I know there's a lot of still a lot of people in this chat that are like very football game or sports game orientated <clears throat> that's how they get their kicks but when it comes to when it comes to video games like there's a reason i love resident evil there's a reason i love silent hill there's a reason i love these kind of terrifying experiences because that's what video games is to me i want to feel like i'm in a different world like when i'm picking up the pad and i'm going through different areas i want to be invested in the characters and we never even got to see Norman Reedus' face until you leave the room. You have no, you don't know nothing about your character until he leaves that room, and you still don't know. That was the beauty of it. So he's very good at telling stories, albeit sometimes they are so fucking weird, wild, wacky, and you, you like, how have you even come to that conclusion? How have you even gone there? But it kind of makes sense at the same time, and I think we we are definitely missing something without him making a game like this. There's been several reports, we've covered it various times, that he has been renting uh, these Japanese horror films to try and get into that mindset, even though he said that he is like terrified of horror in general, like everything scares him, but he's torturing himself <laughs> to try and open a certain area of his mind that hasn't been tapped into yet. And that's the, that's kind of like the same method acting that we'd like seen from Christian Bale and Heath Ledger when it came to uh, the Dark Knight, and it's that's what I want. That's what I want from video games. That's what video games should be about for me, in my personal opinion. That's what <laughs> just, video games should just be. Just imagine Hideo Kojima at home, just like scaring the shit out of himself. Ah! 
and then writing a note down. Yeah, yep, just, <laughs> just, just whips out his notepad. Okay, scary dog yeah. thing. Nice. Uh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> so, yep. Okay, uh, that one as well. <laughs> just, yeah, but that to me is video games. That's what I want. I want to be included in the experience. I want to. I want to feel like what the journey has gone through. I mean, very video games doesn't get the respect. I feel generally that the likes of other media's like TV shows and films. I don't think it gets the respect of everybody and its peers when it comes to that stuff because the writers and the developers and everyone has to go through that kind of same journey it's not just you know the producer or someone behind the scenes writing down the script and then asking the characters to you know act you know to a, to a degree it's it's trying to put that media across in a video game world and i feel like it doesn't get the respect that it does in a lot of instances I think it, and that's it, why it definitely does more game. more now than it has done previously. But absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was kind of kind of deserved a little bit as well in the past because some games were just like games started out as how can we just churn people to give us twenty five cents? Stick a stick a quarter on a machine. That's it. Bosh. Video mm-hmm. games were just churned stuff like that, and then the story games were similar in terms of how can we just churn people into buying the game and then getting the next one, and we've only got six months to develop it and and so on. But now, yeah, now video games are are film well video games are films video games are tv um the witcher the last of us uh fucking sonic the hedgehog i mean all video games are leading to uh, tv content and now it's we're at the point where video game production video game direction is not just a okay thanks we'll take that we're hollywood hollywood we know how to make content cheers uh and here's your content ta-da that's absolutely shit yeah. that's an abomination but now yeah. video game writers are at the point where neil Druckmann is like okay man do you want to do you want to come do you want to come and give us an hand do you want to come and talk us through the story of what you think it could and should be and i think it's video games are getting to that point now where it's a case of not always we're not the reason we still talk about that the reason we all know that neil Druckmann is working on the last of us content with hbo is because it's not the norm so video games aren't at the point where mm-hmm. they get the the credit they deserve for being pieces of consumable art just like films can be and books can be but but we're, we're closer than we ever have been which is nice to see yeah, we're getting there for sure we're definitely getting there for sure um let's jump back through the chat see what you guys are saying Good morning, Bonsai. Good morning, Pumrika. How are we all doing? How are we all doing? Gagad as well. I see you. Um, Lake says, I hope it's something very different from Death Stranding. That game simply was not in any way my piece of cake. Do you know what? I, um, I've i seen a lot of people say that. I kind of said the same thing as well, and it's po- it possibly is part of the reason why, out of all of the things on my mountain of shame uh, that I own that haven't even fired up, that could be part of the reason why I've not started it. That said, I've seen plenty of people that have started it and gone, do you know what I didn't think, didn't know what to expect, didn't really know if I'd like it, and I absolutely loved it. That said, that is, the thing with Death Stranding is it wasn't a universal, everyone loved it kind of thing. Some people didn't like it. Um, I know a lot of people that started it and went, it was good, got a bit tedious, um, or it was a bit too weird kind of kind of stuff. But that's kind of what, you get you either get it or you don't with Kojima, and and you, the thing is with Kojima as well because he's so true to his vision. You could be a Kojima file. You could have seen it, all of his content and been. Uh, yeah, that's a new word, and we're keeping it. You you could have been in love with all of his content <laughs> through the years. File. But uh, you can get audio files. You can have a Kojima file. There you go. Um, <laughs> it just sounds a little bit too close to something else that we're not going to say anyway yeah uh, yeah yeah um so you you could be a kojima fanboy um and you could have loved all of his content through through the years but then you could hit his next piece of content 
and that just might might be too weird. It might jar with you or whatever, but that's because his content is true to the message that he wants to deliver. He's not trying to make content that will satisfy everybody, which is the best way to make content. Mm-hmm. Make make content with your dream Absolutely. and ambition. Um, and mm-hmm. you're probably not going to like all of it. It's, it's, it's a shame when, when there's masterpieces that everyone else appreciates and you don't, but that's the beauty of being individuals. So yeah, Death Stranding was very different. Not your piece of cake, Lake, but yeah, doesn't necessarily mean that the next bit might not be as well. So even within Metal Gear Solid, um, I I love Metal Gear Solid 3 and I know a lot of people that love Metal Gear Solid 2, but 2 jarred with me. Uh, it, it it took me, I, I think finally completed 2 after 4, or maybe, maybe it was before 4. That's how long it took me to go back to finish 2. Um, and I, it, just, it just didn't just didn't re- resonate. But anyway. Um, uh, so Lakes... Uh, no, Megalophit Ninja says, what are your favourite games of all time? Um, we'll save that one. We'll save that one. Thank you for the question, though. Uh, just because uh, that could be a long, old conversation. There's many different avenues for me. It depends what mood I'm in, what I'm after. Uh, so I'll leave that one there. Uh, Yeehaw says, Death Stranded 2, Amazon worker delivering shite to everyone during a pandemic, which uh, while uh, whilst also uncovering an evil plot by Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates to block out the sun and take over all food supplies. <laughs> morning, lads! <laughs> yeah. He's had his Weetabix this morning, hasn't he? <laughs> Good morning, Yeehaw. How's things? Good morning, Yeehaw. Uh, Bonza, I hope everyone is well. We're good. We're good. How's things, dude? Uh, Iceman says Konami would likely want a word if it was Metal Gear Solid related. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that's that's me talking. What would I love to see? I would love to see Kojima involved with a Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Do the Mafia treatment um, on Metal Gear Solid Three? <sighs> yes, please. Yes, please. Um, do I think that's likely? Potentially not. <laughs> Potentially mm. not. Uh, I hope Kojima does something a bit more. Normal, air quotes, says Gary. <laughs> it doesn't happen. This is normal for Kojima. Um, what is normal, exactly? Um, Asim says it will be a horror game. I'll donate £10 to a charity of ICU's choice if it isn't. Screenshot this. Uh, somebody want to screenshot that? We need We need like a We need like a, a Google Doc that we can just refer back to that's just like on-screen like challenges or on-screen wages kind of things like that so that we can we can jump back to it um but yeah no it's it's very very possible it's it's either going to be a scary game or death run into um i thought scary game until um there was the news of okay my plan wasn't going ahead but then again that doesn't mean he was talking a few different styles of scary games so maybe his big budget stuff might not happen and maybe the episodic stuff that he was looking at might happen so yeah absolutely could be a scary game um, more chance of me making another Metal Gear game than Kojima. <laughs> uh, yeah, won't yeah. Go, go back to Metal Gear, not a chance, says Gary. And then there, that's where we catch up, pretty much. Misery says, hey, everybody, Steel Bonsai's here as well, which I shouted out. Uh, he'll do a horror game next, and it'll be fucking bonkers, just like it should be. He'll try and innovate the genre somehow too, says Mr. T. It's, it's, like, even, it's even not his innovating the genre. It's the, I mean, that's, pretty nice as well i suppose but it's it's just just the logic of like imagine let's set up a scene imagine you sat in one of those interrogation rooms that you'll see in a in a cop buddy kind of film where you've got like a police officer or two sat on one side of the desk and you've got uh, someone being interrogated sat on the other side with the hands like cuffed to the table and then you've got the, like a the see-through to a uh, one-way mirror on the wall kind of thing um and then like you just have a camera floating in the corner, like at eye height usually. That's where most directors would put the camera. But Kojima would instantly go, okay, um, 
the handcuffs are symbolic because they they show um, the shackles, the, the blah 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 blah, and and he will start to like he'll be like, okay, we want to film things, we want to personify the handcuffs, we want the camera to be looking at things from the the angle of the handcuffs. Every time we move, that we want that to be really audible, so it sets the message. And it's just just the way that he starts to look at things literally uh, and figuratively from different angles. The reason I say that is because I remember seeing the intro to Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. And thought, okay, this is incredible. But then seeing Kojima's run through it, and there's an example I've mentioned. I may have mentioned it on the script before, actually, where he there's a bit where you see like like the camera's down low. It's kind of at waist height, um, and and you just kind of take it for granted. Okay, the camera's just low. It's just building a shot. It's it's just positioning and everything. And then you realise that these these like guard dogs. Um, and obviously diamond dogs and and and, and basically that was a, a decision from a content perspective to give you eyes of the situation from the perspective of a dog and it was the the wider meaning of it it's just like yeah ggs okay this guy knows what he's doing i suppose um but yeah fucking bonkers but it's good <laughs> Uh, in before Kojima announces Quiet Mountains. I think I said that previously, actually. Not Silent Hills, but Quiet Mountains. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Good morning, Gagad. Um, he's wonderful fucked bra- there. He's wonderful fucked brain of his. If that isn't on his next game box, I'm not buying it. <laughs> exactly. He's wonderful. That wonderful fucked brain of his. That's, uh, imagine um, E3, a couple of years' time, Ice Cream Uploads continues it's world domination. Uh, and we sit down with the uh, team at KJP. Jay Boer uh, ushers us in with a handshake and a beer because it's E3 and it's Jay Boer, so that's what happens. And then Bibby sits down and says, <laughs> so, uh, Mr. H, Mr. K, whichever one, Hideo, um, let's have a chat about that wonderful fucked brain of yours. <laughs> and- <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised Kojima hasn't uh, put the Konami conference into one of his games. That was shit scary. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen that again, once again, go check out the uh, Konami E3 2011 conference highlights or whenever it was. Wonderful. Madge, good morning. What are video games? Discuss. <laughs> um, video games are. There you go. That's my response. What are video games? Video games are. Full stop. End. Submit. You're welcome. Uh, I bought Death Stranded on sale. Not tried it yet. Yeah, I have it um, for uh, for PS4. Uh, and yeah, uh, redeemed my code. Shout out to uh, PlayStation for hooking the boy up. Um, and never played it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, let's move ahead. So, Kojima is working on a new game. Do you know what? Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Hopefully that game launches. We all enjoy it and it gets rave reviews. Speaking of rave reviews, it takes two. He's getting rave reviews. (laughs) Chris Penwell at the Gamer says, It takes two is getting rave reviews. It takes two is currently the best rated game of 2021. Noise. So, Joseph Farris' latest co op game, It takes two, is receiving excellent review scores from critics around the globe. Farris, who once said, Fuck the Oscars at the Game Awards, could very well be on the way to getting his own trophy at the Game Awards this year. So far, 23 outlets have reported uh, in on Metacritic, and it stands as a 90 out of 100. If that remains the same over the next few weeks, that marks It Takes Two as the highest rated game in 2021 so far. Excuse me. It currently, it's currently ahead of the likes of Hitman 3, Monster Hunter Rise, and Super Mario World and Bowser's Fury, while the director himself chimed in with a tweet saying, 
this is looking good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> man, of, man of all the worlds. <laughs> uh, the consensus is that It Takes Two is one of the best co-op games ever made with its sheer variety of minigame segments, and both players have their own specific abilities to add to the table. Our Kirk McKean gave the game a 4.5 out of 5 star review, saying that it's, quote, without a doubt the best co-op game you can play right now. He added, it's much more ambitious and bigger budget than A Way Out, which was still brilliant in its own way. Uh, the concept of It Takes Two is that you're playing as a couple who are splitting apart, and throughout this journey, the core of the relationship is beginning to rebuild. It's a 3D platformer set in a fantasy doll world consisting of bursts of exciting scenarios and puzzles along the way. There's also some co-op-focused boss battles. It has uh, it has couch co-op, but you can play it online too. The game's friend pass will even let you add a loved one or buddy uh, to It Takes Two at no extra cost. Keep in mind, however, that It Takes Two doesn't support cross-platform play, so you can't connect to PS5 to an Xbox One player. You can play with PS4 uh, players if you have a PS5, however, and vice versa with Xbox systems. Uh, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. Uh, yes, I was just reading the tagline, uh, the final line, but we'll leave it at that bit. So, It Takes Two... Is available yes. on all of the formats, yes. and it's yes. getting all of the plaudits. Bib, thoughts? Well, obviously, we've been discussing other games that have uh, a ways uh, a way out that we can play together as a, obviously a nice co-op experience. Because a way out, genuinely, if you haven't played that game, if you have someone to be able to play with, that game is unbelievable. And if this is very much of that kind of same caliber of game, this is one that we have to play. Um, I haven't seen much of it but I'll take a lot of what are people saying on board when it comes to playing this game because usually massive fanfare it can either be one way or the other like either people are hyping it up because it's absolutely resonating with them but we don't quite have the same tastes or it could be well deserved and it's a unanimous you need to play this fucking game which is what A Way Out was and it took us three years <laughs> to pick it up maybe um, it was a long time before me and you actually got around to playing it, but uh, more of the same. It's, it's very much the same situation that we was in with Streets of Rage. We finished Streets of Rage, it's like, we need more beat-em-ups. Scott Pilgrim comes out, we've got that ready. And then uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out at some point. That's another game that we need to be able to pick up. So more of this co-op experience, please, uh, as long as it's good. Um, <clears throat> David says, why does the male character in that picture look like Wreck-It Ralph? Does it? Let me see, let me see. Uh, yeah, I can see it. He's got, he's a chunky bloke with an orange T-shirt. I'll give it, I'll give it that. I'll give it that one. Um, <laughs> do you know? What? Honestly, I am gonna say, saw this and I thought, ah, okay, maybe not, maybe not. After what? After seeing a way out. This was before I played a way out, by the way. Um, after seeing a way out, I thought I want to play this game. It looks good. It looks like if Prison Break and Uncharted got together and had a baby, it would be a way out. That's what it would be, which I love Prison Break. I mean, first season uh, and kind of gradually less going forward after that. Um, but like the idea, the concept of it, nonetheless, I love Uncharted. So this, yeah, wonderful for me. Um, and then I saw the next game coming out and it was It Takes Two. And I'm like, oh, OK, it looks. So it was this, this and this is purely um, based on just first impressions. I'm seeing a book of love floating which looks like something from a, a either a nightmare 
or a childhood TV program from like the nineties. Like you could mm-hmm. see this being on on ITV after Brum in in the mid afternoon or something like that. And I'm thinking, oh, it kind of looks like like Tots TV or uh, the Raggy Dolls, kind of something like that. If if you, if you're not an old person like me, then you probably won't know what that is. But if you are, then and okay, you're old. Um, so I was thinking, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this it's kind of what was that yarn thing? EA did something with yarn. Um, I can't remember what it was. Uh, but I just thought, oh, okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, um, fast forward from the first reveal of that. I don't know if that was E3-ish last year or, or EA Play last year or the year before when we first got to see it. And I thought, okay, it's a bit frustrating because mm-hmm. Joseph Farris, from my opinion, from what I've seen without playing A Way Out, it looks like he's knocked it out of the park. Uh, out the park. Fast forward to now, I've played A Way Out and, and that kind of makes me think, okay, that is that good. A Way Out was so good in terms of it's cheap as fuck. EA Play costs nineteen ninety nine. You get that for the full year. I think it was like seventy nine p to get it for a month. Um, that gives you access mm-hmm. to the game and your plus one and access to the game for free. So I got EA Play. Bibi got to play it for free. Okay, well that's pretty good on its on its own. But then the game proceeds to just completely knock it out of the park in terms of the story, in terms of the narrative, mm-hmm. in terms of challenging you, in terms of your decisions of content direction, and then and then. Settling you in with with Connect Four games, I say settling you in. Still, massively the most intense game that I've ever had on Twitch <laughs> in my life. Connect Four and baseball and basketball and and it it was just so so good. So that made me look into it takes two a, a little bit more. Um, and okay, I'm happy enough to to take back my initial opinions. I'm happy enough to change my mind and say that okay, it's a completely different art style. But I believe in the co-op experience that Hayes Light uh, did uh, with A Way Out so much that, okay, I'll throw my preconceptions about how the way it takes two looks away and just believe in their ability to deliver a game. And as it stands, everyone else agrees, as 90 out of 100 on Metacritic is 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 not too shabby. Bear in mind as well that this is... Mm-hmm. It's an EA game. I know it's obviously published by, but uh, it's here's like it's developing, uh, developing. But but this is an EA game. EA doesn't tend to get much sway when it comes to uh, Metacritic. Obviously, they, they they smash everything anyway. But when it comes to like the. <laughs> People often, you'll see your usual battlefields and you'll see your uh, football games and so on, which might get high 80s and, and into the realms of 90s, but they kind of just like take them with a pinch. But this getting the highest score of the year so far from an EA game shows you that forget the bullshit, forget the preconceptions about what it looks like. That in itself is a great game. And it's good to see. I'm happy with that. Yep, very. Um... Yeeha says, looking forward to playing it takes uh, t- it, uh, looking forward to playing it takes two with the misses. Um I've seen a few of your streams with the misses actually, and I've not uh, I've kind of like uh lurked for a couple of minutes and then disappeared. Is it usually like weekend stuff or do you do it through the week too? I'm pretty sure I've seen you on a couple of Saturday or Sunday nights. Or Friday night. I'm pretty sure it was weekend. Um so yeah, 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 I'll I'll, I'll drop by. Oh, actually, maybe I won't drop by because I also want to play this too. And this could be uh-huh. something that me and Bib play uh, on next official insert coin content stuff. So maybe mm-hmm. I won't drop by. So there, have that. Maybe I'll ignore you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love you. Um, Gary says, Asim and I are playing it this weekend. Can't wait. Well, you know, it is about a couple that are trying to salvage their relationship. So it speaks volumes for you guys. Yeah. I was about to say, Gary's been jumping nuts, slagging you off the last couple of days and you've not been here, Asim. <laughs> Absolute. So don't forget it. It's just, <laughs> Gary was there going, I'm not in love with Asim. 
So don't forget it, I say. It's just a phase that I've been going through. Um, David says, oh no, I've done that bit. Uh, Madge says, happy that it's getting good praise. Trailer reveal was very enjoyable months and months ago. I played some of a way out with Ed Sutton, but never finished it. It was a good game. Exceptional game. So so easy as well. It's short enough to be able to to get through it as well. We did it in two streams of six and a half hours, maybe, overall. Something like that. Um, and that that's factoring in, in us chatting on stream and stuff as well. So you could probably do it below six hours quite easy. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm playing all the mini games, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Twelve hours of in, uh, not insert coin connect four later. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the only game that didn't we didn't spend too long on was the the one that that computer game one because most of the other games were reasonably close whereas that one you just absolutely annihilated me so it's like okay this this is this is breaking my soul yeah. let's get rid um uh, my girlfriend and I absolutely love Astrobot, so we're hoping it's a wee bit like that as well, especially with the haptic feedback. Unraveled, there you go. Unravel, uh, that's the one with the, the yarny kind of thing. I mean, it could be good. I've heard people really liking that, but for me, it was kind of it. Little Big Planet is a game that people swear by and, and enjoy, but it's just it just didn't just didn't click. And I thought that yeah, gave me. I agree. Uh, that kind of feel so yeah um the, the sack boy one that i really wanted to play that as a platformer because that apparently is very similar to what the astro bot was like because as soon as i think of sack boy i just think a little bit of planet so it a little bit of planet did not it didn't bring me in at all it's not the kind of game that i want to play but the sack boy was of the astro bot and uh the mario open world 64 odyssey blah 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 that kind of thing so that if if a uh, sack boy was like that then that would absolutely uh, interests me and it's something that I want to pick up at some point as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Gary politely says, ha, 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 fuck off, bib." <laughs> <laughs> Subtly um, said. Yes, nice and subtly. And it sounds just like that, by the way. Ha, 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 fuck off, bib. <laughs> fuck, mm. fuck off, bibby. <laughs> um, we usually do Saturday nights. We've been playing UFC, knocking the hell out of each other, swearing like crazies. You love to see it. People that play together stay together. That's what you love to see. Um, unless you play games like Overcooked, then then you probably, if you get through that, you will stay together, but you might not get through it. Luckily, me and Daniel got through it, so that's it. Uh, bad boys for life. Uh, I wonder if it uses... <laughs> for sure. I wonder if it uses the It Takes Two Baby song. Uh, the trailer used it. Sorry, when we play it on Insert Coin, we need someone uh, with a Scottish accent. Yeehaw, there you go. We, we need to commission you. So, Because when a Scottish person says bibbe, it sounds almost like bibby. Uh, so we need a Scottish person yeah. to say it takes two bibbe because um, it'll sound the same. And it was like, hey, he had a meaning. So when we, we go live on official insert coin, it'll be like, it takes two bibby. <laughs> it takes two bibby. Me and you. Yeah, we fanny. Aye, aye, laddie. Great fan, Dabby. Does anywhere else we run here? Um, Outriders. Have you played it yet, babe? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, however, however, the my first taste of this game was watching Paul, friend of the show. Uh, 27 uh, 27 oh, to, uh, fuck me, twenty seven oh seven. Um, play this game and it looks good it definitely looks like a bibby game um so it it has piqued my interest a little bit more than what i've heard around social media because apparently it was a little bit samey same i think asim and gary both said the same that it was a bit too 
bland is probably the word to go for. For me, it looks like... What does it look like? It, it looks like the division meets... Did anyone play Defiance? It's a very old game that came out on the 360. It got remade on the PlayStation 4 and then got re and then got brought out uh, a newer version on the PC. It looks uh, similar to Division and Defiance, those two put together. So that kind of interests me because I love both of those games. Uh, no, I didn't play Defiance. Okay. I've never even Still heard big of time with that. Uh, you missed that big time. That absolutely looks like a baby game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a wee baby game, eh? Um, oh, bollocks! I've just opened up Inspect Source. That's not what I meant. Okay, let's jump through the article anyway. Outriders, um, not Defiance, but Outriders Dev promises to permanently brand cheaters with a HUD watermark to expose their cheating ways. We can see you all. Okay, without even uh, ju jumping into the rest of the article, GGs. Yes, please. Imagine that jumping into a game and you're seeing like someone with with a big red twat like plastered in the top corner of the screen <laughs> we see you i mean it may not say the word twat it may say something else but that's what it means that's what it means anyway let's jump back in uh where's jim pool at eurogamer says people can fly uh, has issued a stark warning to those who cheated in the outriders demo uh vowing to brand their hood with a, a watermark if they keep it up when the game launches proper Quote, we can see you all, the Polish studio said in a post on Reddit. Yes, even the person who gave themselves 600 legendary weapons. Uh, since the Outriders demo launch, cheating has been a hotly debated topic. Progress made in the demo carries forward into the main game, so there is a concern that among legitimate players uh, that the balance of the looter shooter will be thrown in chaos by cheating already done in the demo. People Can Fly said that when the demo hit 2 million players, it identified 200 who had clearly cheated, or 0.01%. Uh, the studio said it expects this percentage will not grow by much as Outriders moves through launch on the 1st of April and beyond, but it wanted to outline the steps it's taking to make sure everyone's playing ball. Cheaters who are identified by the developer will see account-wide repercussions, not character-specific. Cheaters won't be able to matchmake with legit players, nice, uh, either, and matchmaking will take, quote, significant longer. Uh, cheaters will still be able to play solo, but in the future, their HUD will have a, quote, discreet but visible watermark placed on it, so gameplay footage created on their account can be identified as coming from a flagged account. People Can Fly uh, said all accounts will be checked for evidence of cheating use on launch day and then at regular intervals post-launch. Quote, any account logs found to have evidence of cheating on them on or after launch day, will be permanently banned, People Can Fly said. Uh, that's pretty clear, but what if you cheated during the demo just to try it out, quotes, uh, but wish to go into the main game unbranded? Uh, People Can Fly said that if this is you, you must delete all your characters and items on your entire account in order to wipe the slate clean. Quote, you should not carry over any progress between demo and main game if you previously cheated, but do not plan to do so in the main game, People Can Fly said. So what counts as cheating in Outriders? People Can Fly issued a list. Intentionally running the game on PC without easy anti-cheat, modifying game files to enhance a character, uh, which includes levels, skins, and inventory, externally modifying game time to reduce time-dependent features such as vendors and challenges, using a trainer program or similar to gain advantages within the game, using gameplay-altering programs such as aimbots or wallhacks. Um... Do you know what? We can stop there. I don't think we need to read the last bit. I think that kind of 
is self-explanatory. So if you're a cheater, then get in the fucking bin. Uh, but if you are a cheater, mm. Outriders devs promise to permanently brand you with a HUD watermark. That's if you don't uh, get permanently kicked from the game entirely already. Bib, what are your thoughts? I think this is brilliant. I hope the HUD watermark, everybody else can see it that's in the game world. I think that would be amazing if that's something that you have the again i haven't i haven't booted up to have a look at it yet but the only way that if it if it was on your hood watermark the only time that people would see it is if you were streaming but if i was in the same game world as that person then hopefully i'd be able to see who the cheaters are um but this is brilliant i mean i would like them to go a step further and ban that account anyway uh so they don't have to you know delete all of their progress and take it through i just just ban that account so they'd have to create a, well deleting all your stuff it's probably the same anyway, but it'd be nice if it just got permanently banned so they can't play it in the full game anyway. Um, but I mean, flagging them up as a cheater is fantastic if everybody else can see it as well. Because it's just a, it's like a name and shame thing. A lot of people always want to see name and shames in video games, especially if you're a cheating arsehole. So to have that potentially in there would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I we don't see, we don't, we don't see much of this. Like, obviously, if you are looking after a particular product and there is cheaters out there, you don't want to show your hand when it comes to cheating because people will always find ways around it if you do. But to fact, the fact that they're openly outing people for this, massive, like golf clap. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you, you love to see it. Love to see it. Imagine being there on a team... Um, winning a game thinking oh you know we're being carried by this guy uh and then like i don't know maybe maybe i don't i've not played it so um i'm just going to make assumptions based on pubg and things like that so let's say let's say it's a deathmatchy kind of element to it and i'm dying and i go check someone's kill cam or i'm watching someone spectate or whatever it is and you just see mm -hmm. that on the screen I would be ripping into them, uh, and uh, yeah. uh, it's, it's it's what you get. It's what you get. The interesting thing in the article for me though was that that what if you've cheated just to try it out? Yeah, <laughs> who's doing that though? Who's who's thinking? Oh, there's like, there's some cheats here. I'm gonna try it out. Like if you're playing an online game and you try and you're trying cheats out, we've seen Fortnite high-profile Fortnite players get banned for life for that. Like there's no excuse. It's, you're I'm, trying to gain the edge you're trying to you're 600 uh, 600 weapons and timing yourself so it doesn't take you as long to do that's cheating my friend you are trying to manipulate the system for your own benefit get the fuck out of here that's like being being 16 years old and almost at the point of um a full adult so 18 on your 18th birthday that's your release day that's launch day of being an adult so at 16 sorry officer i just wanted to try murder but i'm not going to do it in the full game oh <laughs> it's all right little yeah go on crack on they're just walking there with a machete covered in blood no it's still cheating get out i mean i know that's obviously not the perfect analogy but but there's there's no excuse you're still pissing on people's chips you're still pissing on bonfires you you're ruining people's time by doing that even if you're doing it now for for test purposes there's better ways of doing that speak to the fucking uh developers if you want to learn about that obviously you can't get everything from them because developers aren't going to tell you anything mm -hmm. for security reasons and also just because they don't want to be seen to oh yeah there's cheating they will obviously yeah. they want to look after their own reputations and stuff but yes if if you are that one uh, top level journalist then maybe there's there's the situations where that can count if you just if you just someone that that 
streams from uh, Manchester, England, on the uh, UK's best video gaming channel, and you've just got maybe, maybe, maybe an award-winning podcast that's just not won awards. Uh, then uh, I know shh, uh, that's that's how that's it. We're award-winning podcast that's yeah. still yet to uh, win an award. Nice, um, but yeah, then maybe at that point you can look into something. But if you're just if you're just doing it for your own content or your own means, and then get out, get out. Um, yeah. uh, I've seen I've seen Dex's comment in there. Not sure I like the idea of watermarking cheaters, to be honest. Permanent ban is surely the best bet. Here's why I don't like it. Someone gets a watermark, next person sees it and thinks it's okay to be playing and cheating. Uh, what's that above my head? I'll do it as well. It feels like it's to become acceptable. I I absolutely agree. I do think it would be a badge of honour to some arseholes that are out there. However, if you are having a watermark in a game, it would be amazing if you could filter those people out because it should be just as easy to put a watermark on someone's head if you could filter them out. That's surely the only way to go because other people will be using it as a badge of honor and you don't want to play with those assholes. I mean, but I if bet... all the assholes had to play in an arena themselves, that would be fantastic. Yeah, just watch them out assole each other. Getting pissed in the morning because <laughs> yeah, be them, them hacks that you're spending 20 quid a month on don't work against the guy that's spending... He's only spending 16 quid on his hack and he keeps doing me every time. <laughs> Look at that would uh, be amazing. Yeah, it's it it. What's the word I was? What's what was I was about to say? Uh, yeah, that's it. We've we've all been in Twitch chats, or we've probably all been in Twitch chats where you've seen someone that just wants to piss off a streamer and get banned. You've seen someone. You've probably all been in a Twitch chat where someone. We actually even had it the other day where someone asks mm-hmm. to be banned. Ban me. <laughs> People do see these things as, as badges of honours. And is Outriders, it's free on Xbox Game Pass, right? Is it? Is it free in general? It, it will be, yeah. It'll be, it's free on Games Pass, but only on the Xbox. You can't get it. It's not coming to Games Pass on PC. That's what Paul said anyway. So there is there is that to consider, that there'll be a lot of people that can play that game that have had no financial investment to get to that point, obviously forgetting the Xbox fee. But that's something they're going to pay anyway. So they get this game as an extra uh, on top of that. And they don't care about the game. They don't see themselves playing this game. And they will be happy to go in and... and cause shit you get that when when with a lot of free-to-play games you do get people abusing those because okay i'll create an account it's free to play mm-hmm. bosh i'll do another one free to play bosh and without any sort of verification or in-depth verification you get people that will just do that for the sake of it so you will get cheaters in there love the idea of seeing them branded but yeah there there is also as Dex says, definite ramifications in terms of, is that a badge of honour? Is that a medal that people will wear with pride? Like the ban me from chat, <laughs> knobheads. Yeah, it will be. Um, not only that, they will be permanently branded, uh, it says in the title of this. What if someone, I mean, I have a very stern view on cheaters, but I also have mm-hmm. the view that people you can do your crime and do your time and be a better person as a result of it if they're permanently branded with cheaters should should someone being a dick and i say being a dick you could just be a stupid kid um and then let's say you're playing outriders if this is an uh, an live service open-ended product three years down the line you played it every day and you're still getting bullied by people online because you cheated and then kind of fixed your ways and became quite a proactive member of the community does that badge work in that sort of way then uh so there's yeah there is all sorts of negatives my instant knee-jerk reaction is love it but but there are yeah th- when you stop and think about it there's some there's some ramifications sorry what were you gonna say 
yeah there's two ways there's two, there's two ways that I can that I can go against that is fair enough if you are a kid asshole kid at that you still have to go out of your way to learn and figure out how to do these cheats that is wrong the second way and they've, they've said if you wanted to start the game uh without the the watermark you have to start from the beginning again that's if you've got a level 100 character for instance in a video game and you've managed to cheat your way to 50 of those levels they're they're giving you the option of starting again from scratch. You may have played the game for 400 hours to be able to get the best arm and the best weapons and whatever, but then you've cheated your way to the other 50 levels and it's only taking you an extra 100 rather than another 400. Um, Like in various MMOs, that's very common for people to be able to grind out to get the particular armor that they want. They will pour hundreds and hundreds of hours to be able to get into this. If they've cheated their way to get to the best in less time it's taken everybody else, either get banned permanently, take your licks, you've been an asshole you've gone out of your way to ruin the experience for everybody else regardless of how old you are you've gone out of your way don't it don't matter if you're a child or you're an adult you've found out how to do this because some older asshole on the internet has decided to post it people don't find cheats by accident 99 out of 100 percent at 100 99 out of 100 they don't they don't come across them by accident this is all tactically found they've they've gone out and they've seeked how to be able to do this stuff it's very rare that someone will be able to find a particular way of cheating without it being just a massive coincidence. So they've give you the option, like you you either get banned by going into the game with your account as it stands, or you start from the beginning again. And I think that's very fair. I do think that's very very fair. Yeah, I mean, I you can guarantee that you'll see people going, okay, well I did a bit of cheating, just just to try it out. But I got to level 50 on my own, and then the other 50 levels were just, they were the cheap. So can you not drop me back down to 50? And it's like, no, you pay your penance. You did a crime. The crime, it, mm-hmm. you can't just go, oh, well, I did the crime, so sorry for doing the crime. Are we all clear now? No, you, that's just you apologizing. You need to pay your penance. If you've done 50 levels and cheated 50 levels, well, you lose your 50 levels. That's your crime. You start again. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and where does that stop? Um, do you... If you've done, if you if you went up seventy levels and then cheated thirty levels, can, can they take thirty off you? It, no, no, there is no. It's just all or nothing. You go back to scratch and start again. Mm-hmm. Anything that you've done has been tainted. Start again. Wipe the slate clean, and that's the only option. I, I genuinely think that's fair as fuck. I don't. I don't see it. it like, if you've gone out of your way to cheat, again, I'll say. It, I'll say it one more time for the people at the back. If you've genuinely gone out of your way to try and find out how to cheat. A lot of times it is nowhere near a coincidence. You've found a strategy guide that's for cheaters online and you've managed to shoot a gun in a particular place through a wall that's got a glitch in it. Or you've been able to... Uh, what was that one on uh, CS team got banned because one of them jumped on top of each other to shoot over a wall. Like, that's not a coincidence. You haven't just found that out. You've literally gone through every single pixel of that game to try and find out an exploit. You're rightly so, you be it, you're having your account banned and you're not able to compete anymore. That's just the way it is. You've got to have your way to ruin everybody else's experience. Oh, I thought you were allowed to do yeah. that stacking stuff. I didn't realize that was against the rules. I have seen the clip yeah. of it, but I've not seen it in, in context. I've just seen the clip and I thought, oh, clearly stacking is something that you're allowed to do. I didn't realize. I don't know if it's even called No, stacking. that's it, mate. Wow. That's <laughs> it. You're gone. Like, it's, you've, you've you manipulated the game to your own benefit and ruined it for everybody else. So, for me, as soon as you cross that line, you, you, it's not unknowingly you've purposely figured out how to do that in a bit <coughs> kickoff glitches <coughs> yeah. sorry this, this, I know another thing as well it's like you know the, the speed running thing that always gets me because a lot of the times the speed running isn't playing the game completely 
you find him like that. There was, I was watching a Mario Kart one the other day, and it was I think it was on not on Rainbow Road, but basically you had to get a mushroom and you had to charge at a certain place, but you didn't go off one track onto another. You have to hit a wall in a particular place, and it would move you forward a lap because you're not jumping from one track to another. You're literally hitting a wall in a certain crack in the wall, and it would make sure, it would ensure that you finished the. It would just tack on a lap on top of you, so you'd finish the lap in thirty. You'd finish the lap, the, the three laps in thirty seconds. It takes ten seconds to get there every time. Like, how is that speed running? You let you manipulating the game to be able to try and finish it faster. Fantastic, but it's not a legitimate speed run because you're not finished the game in the way it was intended to. I remember Mario Kart sixty four had. I want to say it was a snowish map. It might not have been, but I can't remember it. I didn't. I didn't play much of the actual race. it was just more like deathmatchy sort of stuff that I was doing but but I remember the map let's just say it was an oval shaped map um, and it had basically the start and end line on one side and rather than going all the way around the map you could basically just drive into the middle of this field in the, in the oval and as long as you went far enough out the game thought oh you've gone there so you basically just go straight out and come straight back and then go through, through mm. the, the checker point and go straight out pack through the checker point and you do the lap in 20 seconds whereas everyone else it's taking them 50 odd seconds and yeah uh, yeah it's like you're not you're not playing the game you just you're playing that's your, not speed running you're playing yourself <laughs> that's what you're playing <laughs> you might finish first fair enough if that's what you want but this is this is the difference where i know, I know a lot of people will be pissed off because it's that as soon as you step into a competitive environment that's what you have to do if you wait first you're last that kind of thing but that's that's completely different. If you are manipulating the game to your benefit, then that's not playing it to its full extent, shall See, we say. Some, something like um, the stacking that's... stuff, I'll, 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 I'll listen to conversations on that because if that is, if you're not broken the game and the game is broken, you're exploiting that. I'll listen to conversations. I'm not saying I'm going to agree with you, but I'll listen to conversations on that. But people that actively coming uh, are coming in with code amended, with, with cheats installed on their systems that changes the environment... Okay, that's not even that's not even a conversation I'm going to listen to. I'll listen to the first ones, and we can have a discussion. Um, the second one is beyond discussion. That is just wrong. You you knowingly have come mm -hmm. in with something outside of the game. That's the same thing with uh, stream snipers. Some people don't see the issue with stream snipers, um, and it's like you are getting information that isn't freely available to you in your play of the game. It is cheating. It's as simple as that. Uh, and like you hear. Uh, we obviously we play a lot of pez you hear people stream sniping streamers and going it's it's, it's stream sniping and I, i'd call it soft stream sniping in terms of it's not the same as stream sniping someone in a game of fortnite or pubg or whatever because that can ruin the game and end the game you can stream snipe in matchmaking um and then you've still got to play the game against them in, in something like football because you can you can't the benefit of seeing where they are positionally if you're looking at the other screen you're getting beaten on the main game kind of thing so that's but it's still cheating mm -hmm. it's you're using information that's available to you outside of the platform of the game out of the realms of normal gameplay it's cheating it's as simple as that it is cheating um but anyway, let's let's put the pin in this. Let's put the pin in this. But Outriders will ban cheaters and will brand some of them as well. So it'd be interesting to see how that goes. Gary says, if someone is putting in hundreds of hours into Outriders, then they should automatically get a ban. <laughs> Don't think it's yeah. a ban. Uh, he also says, pissing on people, chip scream, day, March 2021. I've said that many, many times. Is, is that not like a, a regular phrase? I use that phrase all the time. I'm pretty sure a, few, a bunch of people around me do like pissing, pissing on your chips kind of thing in terms of, do you not say that, babe? 
Sorry, I was reading. I was reading Dex's comment. What did you, what did you say? Sorry, pissing on people's chips, pissing on your chips. That is that a phrase that you've oh, heard yeah. and used? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I've, many a time, I just yeah. Okay, just just Gary. Just I don't know if it's the northern just, thing. Yeah, it probably is. Um, uh, the last time I heard a word Scottish accent uh, was Highlander. Wonderful film, so I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. Um, <laughs> generic as fuck, says Gary. Uh, yeah, definitely don't think he's an Outriders fan. Uh, janky was the word I'd use. Uh, I watched the Divine's TV show, if that counts as Luke Bastille, uh, to which David said... Um, I've never watched it. Um, that might count because the game was based on the TV show. The TV show and the game story was supposed to intertwine, but then that, that never really happened, and then the show was canned, and the game limped on for a while. I Completely, nope, no idea. Never even heard of it. Um, I might I might have seen the TV show or something, uh, but yeah, nope, miss me. Uh, a friend of mine is full of praise for Outriders, says it's what Destiny 2 and Anthem should have been. I mean, some people are enjoying it. MC Fixer himself uh, has just been uh, uh, given the title of Ambassador by Square Enix, so he's clearly mm-hmm. loving life playing Outriders, so, Outriders, so yeah. Feel free to give it a try. Let us know if you do like it or not. Uh, named Cry Shadow says, hello. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome in. Um, where did we get to? How about the watermark makes it so that they show up on the map at all times with a bounty? It might piss them off enough uh, not to play for a while. Imagine. Oh, <laughs> not to play anymore. Yes, yes. Imagine that. Just like they've the permanently got the finger on the trigger in COD so that you, just the dot's always there. Yes, please. If someone is putting hundreds of hours into Outriders, uh, they should automatically get a ban. I've done that one already. Um, now, mate, I'll have the traditional vinegar, please. Pissing on my chips? No, I'll sell vinegar. Uh, it's crime and punishment, not crime and break even. Exactly, exactly. Uh, touche. Good good phrase. I like that one. Um, excellent uh, series on MK Ultra Shortcuts. I'm clicking the link. Uh, Mario oh, Mario Kart Ultra Shortcuts. Ah, okay, okay. I'm, I was thinking, like, is this going to be a mouse and keyboard? I, was, I mean, instantly thought when it said okay. Mm. But, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch that. I bet that one that I was on about is in there, um, as, as well as Bibby's, like, wall jump thing. Um, uh, yeah, you have to be careful what we class a cheating. Exploiting any known bugs is cheating. Using hacks, unauthorized scripts, etc., all cheating. But a lot of games have mechanical flaws, which good players often use to capitalize on. Kickoff glitch is an example. It's not actually mm-hmm. cheating. It's just bending the game's mechanics to your advantage. The pro evo cutbacks, big exploit, but not cheating, not a bug. Exactly. That's what I mean when I say yeah. that. Those are conversations. Near post corner as well. Yeah. Those are things that I will listen to. Um, there was a thing. I don't know if it's still in Pez now. There used to be a free kick that I remember Etorito telling me um that's how we were scoring so many free kicks at the fucking i think it was like the 20 when did we have the world finals at old trafford 2014 15 kind of time and there was um like something where you you pressed like one button and it and it put the free kick one way and then it free kicked it the other way 2014 old trafford there you go um so that it's it it's not. It's not a cheat. It's it's using the game, and those that's where I'll have the conversations of. It's not a cheat. A kickoff glitch isn't a cheat. Doesn't necessarily mean it's sportsmanlike, and that's the issue. Being being sportsmanlike, if it's not against the rules, is not cheating. It's it's just against the gentleman's conduct kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, Pest stream snipers who beat you, totally fine with that. But then start rainbow flicking the ball and mucking about. Nah, yeah, exactly. That's just that's just someone that they don't want to they don't want to play you they want to interrupt your stream and that's the different thing some people want to play you on stream because oh i'm playing against someone and they want to humiliate they want to try and humiliate don't they yeah exactly and it's it's not about the gameplay then it's about it's 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 even though you're playing on the pitch it's about everything off the pitch that's where they're getting their victory so they can just get in the fucking seat um i've never heard that said in my life well you you are <laughs> to get in the sea yeah exactly <laughs> i've not heard that one before 
Uh, I've never heard that said in my life, says Gary. Um, well, I've, you just pissed on my chips now. Cheers, mate. Um, I would love to stream uh, Sniper Rifle, Grey Mom, PUBG. Get out of here. I'm too good. You <laughs> wouldn't catch me. I'd be like Ace Ventura driving down the road. I'll catch the bullet in my teeth. Ding. Um, Outriders is an amazing game. It's better than Destiny, uh, says Ads. I oh, ever, I can't believe that. I can never tell if Ads is... Kind of... if, he's, if he's like... <laughs> Just reeling people in or not? I don't know. Um, Defiance can't be true. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Is are you are you trolling or not? Uh, Defiance TV show was on Sci Fi Channel for what it's worth. Uh, Destiny is just pay for DLC or don't progress. Outriders is definitely, definitely not <laughs> better than less than, uh, than Destiny. Different, maybe. Um, yeah, uh, the Outrider. Uh, what was it? What did he say? Uh, Destiny is just pay for DLC or don't progress. Oh, well, you might as well put ESO, uh, World of Warcraft. And any other game that uses expansion packs into that as well, because that doesn't make any sense. Like the level cap is there for a reason, and then when the new game comes out, the level cap increases with more content, more uh, weapons, more armor, whatever it is that uh, Destiny is actually based off of. I've never reached max level, so I genuinely have no idea. But I would, I would hazard a guess as to that isn't, in my opinion. I'm not going to force anything on anybody else, but in my opinion, I don't agree with that whatsoever. There's a reason these MMO and live service games have these abilities to be able to put expansion packs out to increase the game. Baby wants to fight, basically. I think that's what we'll take from that. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll always be a believer of live service and MMO-esque type games that are done well, and I will always advocate for those because there's no better feeling than, like, I've just got the uh, the, the Greymore and what the fuck? Uh, Morrowind? Uh, is it Dark Alliance? The new DLC for ESO um, do you, do to you, increase the level cap. Do you play ESO, babe? I don't know, Graham. Uh, oh, wait. That's a nice order you've got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dex says the glitch was a lock on free kicks press 2 in the direction of where you want to aim uh, press R2 in the direction of where you want to aim uh, choose different direction and it still goes in the direction you locked and the direction you're looking at on screen yeah yeah um, like is is that is that double bluffing? Is that so? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Outriders is not better than Destiny Two, and I'm not even uh, a Destiny player. One hundred percent is better. Just no one's giving it a chance. Okay, you guys fight. You guys fight. While you guys fight, yeah. I'll jump into the last story because we are running out of time pretty quickly. And this one, um, we usually try to finish the week on a positive, but today we thought, you know what, fuck that. We're not going to tell you about free games and games that you can play that won't cost you any money. We're talking about games that you're not going to be able to play at all. As the final story of the day is, Back for Blood has been delayed to October 2021. Uh, Drip Feed, this is written also by Wesley and Paul at Eurogamer. It says, Back for Blood has been delayed by four months. It was due out on the 18th of June, uh, June. It's now due out on the 12th of October. In a statement, developer Turtle Rock said it needs more time to make the corpse shooter the best it can possibly be at launch. Turtle Rock added there will be an open beta this summer. Back for Blood is everything I'd want from a new Left for Dead, wrote um, Eurogamer's Martin in his hands-on preview. Uh, so, short and sweet... Oh, not so sweet, as Back for Blood has had a four-month delay. Were you looking forward to Back for Blood, babe? I was. I'm fairly certain I actually streamed this game when we got the beta, because uh, we did actually give some keys out. We got extra keys, and obviously to you guys that are subscribers, you did have the opportunity to be able to grab one of these uh, from the loot drop section. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm a massive fan of the Left 4 Dead franchise, so being able to play a game that was, again, a similar ilk to those was fantastic. Uh, four months in the grand scheme of things isn't a long time. Um, so if that's what they need, if, that, if that's what they think that they need to make this game to their expectations, 
Absolutely fine. Take the four months, my friend. We'll be seeing you in October. Is that when it said October? October 12th. Yes. Yeah. See you in October. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I agree. It's just par for the course right now. Game's not quite ready. It needs a bit more time. Take the time. Take the time. Don't do a cyberpunk. Jobs are good. Because if not, we will talk about your game every day for four months like we did with the cyber scoop yeah. starting september last year <laughs> finishing uh like january this year or whatever it was nice there you go you just mentioned it then don't do a and then you insert the name of the game so you, do you want to be included with those you probably don't um not that i think back for blood will even be half that game half the game that cyberpunk was meant to be left for dead is a game that's still going now um to a degree I think he actually got his first map update in about 10 years, uh, a couple of months ago. Um, so the, the, those games kind of live on forever. They're not storyline heavy, heavy driven. It's just you get a gun, shoot as many zombies as you can, get to the other end of the map. So it's not going to have a massive storyline to it. Um, but at the same time, it's got a massive play. It's, it will have a massive player base, uh, especially the Left 4 Dead. If it's still going now, the player base was huge. It's It's a whole different genre of games if you haven't played those. So... Yeah, don't don't be included in that list. I think it will be a very welcomed game when it arrives. Um, let's just hope that it has the has the same kind of success that the Left 4 Dead franchise did. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We will keep you updated with that success. But for now, though, we are gonna disappear. And just as we disappear, Mr. Sep, thank you very much for the host. Appreciate you being here. How's things? How's things, Thanks dude? Thanks, uh, Appreciate the host. We are going to disappear, but anyone that does drop a host on the channel, we appreciate it. Does help the channel get more exposure. Obviously, more views gets you put in front of more pe more people. So more viewers leads to more viewers. So we appreciate anyone that does drop a host, anyone that drops a raid, anyone that just just lurks around in the chat. You guys make this work. So thank you very very much. As I mentioned, we do this on the side. We work in the games industry for Jelly Media, uh, and we do the streaming stuff for Ice Cream Uploads. So Jelly Media and Ice Cream. Jelly and Ice Cream. Nice. Hey. Um, so that's kind of how it works. So we do this around that, which is why we start each and every single week there. Not at 10am, but at 10am-ish. So there you go. We are going to disappear now, though, but we will be jumping back on with some Pez. Nice. Nice. Do you want a game of football? You want a game of soccer? Is it football? Soccer? All around the world. Okay, you get where I'm going. Um, so we will dr uh, drum jump, jump off and drop back on um, pretty quickly with some games of Pez. If you want to join us, then feel free to stick around in the channel. We're not going to drop a raid or anything on anyone because we will be jumping back on. So there's no point sending you elsewhere just so you can come back. Just, just linger. Talk amongst yourselves. It's fine. Before we do that, though, babe, for the last time for a good old week, since you won't be around, is there anything else that would you like to add? Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us all this week. I've said it every single day this week, and I will I will be consistent and say it again today. It has been so fast this week. It's gone so quick. Um, so I appreciate every single one of you that have been able to stick around, host, follow, because uh, that's free, by the way, and subscribe to us. We very much appreciate all the money that we get ends up going back into the stream in some way or another. Uh, so we very much appreciate that. But if you do have any video game news that you want us to talk about, you want to shape our show, then there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media, that's our screen uploads across all major social media platforms. Secondly, get into our Discord. There is an area in there called The Scoop. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We'll then give you our thoughts and impressions on what day next week and at what time, Mr. Graham Day. 
Well, just before that, he said our thoughts and impressions. He means my thoughts and impressions because we're not going to get his. <laughs> Although we probably will get his. He'll jump into the chat. You know what it's like. But we will give you those thoughts and impressions on Monday at 10 a.m.-ish. Uh, and that's kind of the way it goes um, I may be on my own I may be joined by some of you guys or some very special guests so the only way you can find out is by dropping back as Bibi said it's free to drop a follow on the channel it doesn't cost you anything and you can do it right now and you'll get notified when we do go live with Pez shortly and when we do go live on Monday with the next episode of The Scoop and anything after or in between too so do that now do it now now okay you get it okay now please anyway we're gonna disappear uh we will see you for pez see in a few until then baby what you go on go on go on you're not here for a week go on stay frosty yeah